0: This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed. To take you from financial insecurity to financial independence, this is Financial Detox.
1: Welcome. It is Financial Detox and I'm Jason Labrum, your host. I'm so excited to be in the studio today with one of my good friends and phenomenal financial advisors, part of the Financial Detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. It's Bonnie Mosley, all the way from, well, she's Texas and here. So she's, you're global. You're like a global advisor. (laughs) That's awesome. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome to the show. Thank you. This is fun. It is fun. You know, one of the things that's unique about the financial detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors is we have female advisors at our firm who are exceptional, and we have a a good number of female advisors at our firm. So that's pretty exciting. And Bonnie is here today to help me, because I am a man, um, (laughs) talk about (laughs) investing from a woman's viewpoint and uh what else? what else would you say we're gonna talk about on that Bonnie? I mean, how, how are you gonna shed light and change the world for all of our female listeners Because I know you can because you're so good at what you do
2: well, well well men and women are they're very different we're just all we're very different and in a lot of ways and I, we, I think we should highlight just some of those ways because right. we're all we're all trying to get the same results, which is to make our right. finances work. You right know, to life. live
1: our best financial life, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: we're going to talk about this and what we want to do. And Bonnie was telling me, I mean, maybe I'm I'm crazy for doing this, but I feel like there are a lot of situations where women go through a situation when they've lost um, maybe a husband or they've been divorced. This somehow that that financial um, person in their lives is gone, and I want to say that today, if you. Call this show, and you're one of the first five callers. So, if we get five callers, we're going to, or on the first five callers, we are going to give away a free financial plan. So, Bonnie was like, man, you're going to have to help me with all this work, Jason. But I say we're ready. We are willing and ready to do it. So, give us a call at 877-707-8889. We will literally help you out with a financial plan. We will not charge you. If you are a female and if you've gone through a life thing and you need some help and you don't know what to do, then we want to help you out. That's part of Financial Detox is to be a a consumer education um, effort. And we want to help you. Get your financial plan and make sure you make good decisions. So, that's out. 877-707-8889. Give us a call or shoot an email right to Jason at FinancialDetox.com.
2: Hey, so let me ask you a question real quick. So, so when you say financial plan, me as a woman, just thinking of listening to Mm -hmm. your show, what I'm thinking is, are you going to give me a, a bunch of charts and graphs? And a packet of paper and say, hey, man, here's your plan. Go make this work. Or what? what is a plan? Oh, yeah, what's it going to do this for you life? You're so. I want this results. This is why you're so
1: good, Bonnie. I just
2: want you to come in and take care of me and give me results. and
1: Right. No, you know. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do or what Bonnie will do for you, and if you would rather work with a female advisor, that's why we have female advisors at our firm, um... And or you can work with the Mel. It's totally up to you. But I think, you know, Bonnie is is phenomenal at doing what she does. And so I think what the experience will be is the initial experience is what we call our discovery. And that's where we sit down and literally just get to know each other. Like Bonnie and I are sipping on some green tea. I think I got green tea going. She's got some coffee going right now. But, you know, you will sit down, have a green tea. You'll walk into a very relaxed environment, whether it's on the phone or whether it's in person at our offices It's friendly. There's drinks. There's beverage. We sit down in a conference room. It's not threatening. It is not the old stuffy Wall Street office you can imagine right now. And then it's literally a conversation. There will not be a single product discussed in that initial meeting. Um, There might be a graph or two if the conversation developed and there were enough um, questions that related to things. But it really would be just a discovery session, getting to know you and what's important. Because our job as fiduciary advisors – is to help people achieve their best financial life, and that is driven by this holistic relationship, and, and really, we're acting as a financial coach. So, no, it wouldn't be a bunch of graphs and charts. It would be a really a good conversation about what you're trying to accomplish and what makes you nervous, what makes you excited, what experiences you've had with wealth in the past, what experiences you would like to have with wealth and managing money.
2: Okay, so what after you have all that information from me, you've discovered everything about my situation, you know about my kids, you know my kids' names, hopefully, then um, what are you gonna What are you gonna give me? Like, what does a financial plan look like? What 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 do you hand me? What do you give me? And what do you do then, so that when I get done with this kind of initial forming a relationship with you guys and you and your firm, uh, and send me on my way? How, you know, what What do things look like then?
1: Yeah, typically the the plan is done uh, graphically illustrated right in front of you. So you get to see what if scenarios that maybe are important to you played out live in front of you. So you can see, well, what if I send my kid to the private school that I have really th- would like him to go to? What if I we move to a different house? How are those kind of things going to affect me financially? And how are they going to affect my ability to have peace of mind going forward and know that my plan is successful and I'm not going to someday run out of money when I'm 68 or 70 or, you know, at the time you absolutely don't want to run out of money. So we're going to graphically illustrate that. We typically follow up by sending that in an email format and it's a five, six page, very brief overview of the plan. And then it really becomes a. a um, the next step is designing and, and starting to implement the plan. Should there be a mutual agreement that there's a good match between needs and services. And we design that plan and start saying, what are the next steps to actually make all this a reality? Yeah. So that's how it goes.
2: Well, that, That's the results part. Right. Because you know, financial planning is scenario planning where you're sitting down and you're saying, hey, you know, if I downsize to this um, this size or this, you know, yeah. the price of this house versus doing this, you can click back and forth between those scenarios and instantly see how that, how that affects you out 20, 30 years. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, not just, the, you can't just always look short-term because sometimes, you know, taxes, people say, I don't want to pay taxes um, and just look at that short-term and right. you really need to see how things affect the long-term. So switching back and forth in a meeting between those scenarios, looking at the variances and returns, market, et cetera, are huge, but but really the recommendations sheet because I always do a recommendation yeah. sheet, recommendation a, you know, and action items because yeah, that, that's part of what you know, an
1: advisor does. Right, is helps. It's you. just a
2: one pager. It's like you know, here you go. Here right. are the things: step one, two, three that we need to do to make this plan work. Step one, I can do, Bonnie. You know, step two, you can do. You're going to do it, but we're going to help you do that yeah. and make sure that plan gets implemented from A to Z. Otherwise, what what good does it do?
1: Right. Exactly. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back. This is Jason and it's Financial Detox with Bonnie Mosley in studio today. Uh, Welcome back. It's Financial Detox and I'm Jason Labrum, your host in studio with financial advisor, wealth advisor, Bonnie Mosley from the Financial Detox team and intelligence driven advisors. Bonnie, thank you for helping us. Just uh, put a show together that's focused on women, and I should just be quiet and let you yeah. do all the talking because well, you're a woman.
2: Like we were just saying. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, it's fun to be here. I like I like doing this kind of thing. I really you're do. good at. There's it. a lot of women out there, and uh, I, I just I know the way I think about things is different than the way you think about things. Like we were just talking sure. about. Um, so it's interesting, and, and people want to relate to you. So sometimes just being real and saying this is who I am this is what I'm, I look for from you know from the perspective well, of being a woman.
1: Right, and prior to the show, you bring up a good point. Prior to the show, you talked about what, when we do surveys of all of our clients, and we yeah. can specifically break down the responses from women versus men, um, the responses yeah. from uh, our female clients are almost always about relating. They want to be heard. They want to have a relationship more so than the responses from men. I think men want to relate and have a relationship, too, but not at the level that women do. They truly want an interpersonal relationship with somebody giving them advice. Is that fair to say?
2: It is fair to say, but I think men kind of want that, too. They may not admit it, Ah. but I I think men kind of want some of that, too, because these (laughs) responses from our clients are not divided up between men and women. Oh, they aren't. No, they're not. They're, They're all clients. And people were saying, hey, one of the most important things is your experience with clients like me. So what that says, I, I want you to relate to me and have Related. experience with people. you got to relate and right. have experience with people just like me. So that's, that's personable.
1: That's a good thing know? about intelligence-driven yeah. advisors. We have 1,100 or 1,200 clients, so we can relate to most people, right? I mean, we have big... Chunks of clients in a lot of different categories, yeah. so it's it's yeah. not hard to relate. And with female advisors, male advisors, with seventy-year-old advisors uh, from one generation, with another mm-hmm. decade of sixty-year-old advisor, with a decade of forty-year-old advisors, a thirty-year-old advisors, and even twenty-year-old yeah. advisor, we we have covered so many uh, different decades and different um, you know personality types and relatability factors that it works. Let's talk about this because we promised we would talk about what are challenges that are unique to women investors.
2: I guess for me, it, it's trust is a challenge. I got to be able to trust them and that's such a huge thing. And trust is also overused.
1: Right, but, so, so what about you know. a divorce and like, or uh, a widowed? You know? I mean, fem- women, females, ladies tend to not be the main decision maker in the household. I think that's changing over time, but they, it's just the general. I mean, it's a stereotype. It's true. They aren't typically, yeah. but so then the husband passes away, or they get a divorce. That's a unique challenge to women, right? That now all of a sudden they are now in charge of all their own personal finances, where before the husband or right. man right. in their life did that.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and it and it happens a lot. In I, I don't want to just I don't know the statistics, but I would say you know fifties, sixties. Are, are when both of those things really start happening. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my clients are in that age range. They just sure. have that significant event happen, and they honestly don't know what to do. And their spouses, you know, maybe previously in previous years or, or even recently given them assurances that everything was great, and, and they really just don't know. Right. If it is or not.
1: Well, and, and I know that you've worked with clients like this, but I've certainly worked with, uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, several handfuls of clients who have ended up getting divorced. And mm-hmm. in all but one or two of those situations that I can remember, the man in the relationship was the primary financial decision maker. And in almost all situations, we've carried on the relationship with both people, but now separately and independently. And the women in that relationship had a unique challenge. And their unique challenge was that they hadn't done this before. So they really needed us as a firm to slow down right. to right. speak in yeah. English, not financial ease, and yeah. to really like you've said so many times in talking about the show before the show and during the show is that relatability. We had to yeah. like really as a as a as a male advisor who does this every day, I have to step out of my typical work mode and just go, what are you feeling?
2: Well, and that's how that's how trust really relates to the whole situation, because when women are making decisions they, and they want to know about how they're invested and why their investments are doing what they're doing and what to expect, they either want to be educated more, Or they want to, or they say, I'm not really interested in the in-depth as much, but what I am interested in is trusting you yeah. to explain it to me, what I need to know, because everybody's different. Right. Everybody yeah, sure. ha- and that's part of our job that's hard, It's right. reading personality types and gauging how much or how little does this person want to know, and knowing that that also will change over time. Somebody who yeah. asked a certain level of questions in one meeting, the next meeting is like, hey, so uh, tell me about your trading software, right. or even something yeah. more in-depth about. You know, investments themselves, or I notice this or that as they're taking over their finances, and and so it's um, needing to be educated in a way that fits them, and also uh, really trusting. So
1: know. before we leave this topic, challenges that are unique to women investors, we also wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what women look, what they should be. What should women who are now tasked with finding a financial advisor? What should you be looking for? So maybe that's a unique challenge, too, is that they have to now go look for a financial advisor, and they haven't done that before. So, And there's a financial advisor on virtually every single corner. And the tagline that I like to use, and we've written some articles about, is that all financial advice is not created equal. And they're not. So what are some of the things you would say that um, – females should look for if they are looking for advice or guidance what should they do should they go to the internet and find a robo should they find uh, a big name firm so because a big recognition recognizable trustworthy name should they go find a friend through a friend How, how should that work
2: I, well, for me, what I would do is I, I don't start with Google on things because I, I just I think the Internet, the paradox of choice is taking us all backwards where I'm going to call my best friend and say, who do you like or use or who do you know that knows yeah. someone and start there. So start, with start with friends. Start with friends, because ultimately what matters is, is that person's. Uh, results they give you so investment returns right. making your plan work the re- re- results what you're paying them for those results and not only what you're paying them but the transparency sure you know and then and then no conflicts of interest like I just want you to be so in would, my best interest. would
1: you so. say then that you're talking about the totally grossly overused word fiduciary
2: yeah fiduciary is one of those terms that people kind of have to go look up sometimes yeah. what it means is that I honestly don't have any conflict in giving the best advice to you. There's no financial conflict for me behind the scenes. No, or if
1: general. there is, it's disclosed. No, but we're. But you mean even to you're legally bound to act in the best interest of the client. Yeah. And the problem is, is that fiduciary a full-time, all-the-time fiduciary? Because so many advisors now will answer that question, yes, because they know it's a buzzword that they need to answer yes, even though they're not. They, are, they can be a fiduciary at times, but they can switch back and forth between fiduciary and suitability, financial detox, and we are talking about unique traits and unique um, differences In investing for women versus investing for men. We have Bonnie Mosley in studio today, and Bonnie is one of the financial advisors uh, for the financial detox team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. She's awesome. And so I invite you to give us a call, and 877 707 8889 is a number. You can talk to Bonnie, and she has a, a phenomenal client service associate. She's phenomenal at getting to know people. She works very well with women. And Bonnie, you've done such a great job at, at this firm in doing what you do. And today I get you on the show here to talk about the challenges women face that are unique to them, how they should find a financial advisor. We talked a little bit in the last segment about uh, looking for somebody who you can trust that you like. All that is important, but also maybe going a bit deeper and looking at What conflicts of interest they might have. How much? A a really good question that we came up during break is should we ask, how much are you going to charge me? Or should we be asking, how much do you get Get paid? paid. Much better way to ask the question because if an advisor, is trying to sell you an annuity that maybe is not in your best interest. And they'll say to you, oh, you don't pay me anything for this. Don't worry. The insurance company pays me a little bit. Don't worry about it. But then you find out that for your million dollar investment you're putting into it, the advisor is actually getting paid $85,000. You may think twice about whether there was a conflict of interest or bias towards a particular product. So I think those are good things for a women to think about is how are you going to take care of me? How are you going to serve my best interests? Don't just tell me, right? Show me. Like build trust. Like get to know me and show me why you're a good fit for me.
2: It's a little bit sad that for us as women, it's a trust building thing because if you ask me everywhere else in the world, besides the doctor's office, you go in and you know what you're going to pay for a good or a service right. and you know how someone else is probably going to get paid. Yep. And it's, it's sad that our money is the foundation of everything. And we, and there's so many vague areas in, in our this, industry this that you have to wonder. Broken. It's all, totally right. Hey, I have to tr- thank you for building my trust and telling me how you got paid. You should know and you should ask.
1: And and I think the point here for our listeners to know, particularly our female listeners, because the show's dedicated to you, is that you deserve better. We talk about pursuing better all the time. If you're getting vague answers or the runaround, whether it's from a male advisor or a female advisor, call us and you will see what true transparency and true relationship building is about. It's different at IDA We pursue better. We have a different philosophy. We have different relationships with our clients. They're much more in depth, so it's different. But we had this funny topic about like, you had an example of a client who wasn't a good example, who the husband's like, our trust is good, babe. Our wills are good, babe. Don't worry about it. She didn't read him herself or take that initiative herself. And turns out he passed. Unfortunately, they weren't good. It's a mess. And this is not, I don't think a really unusual situation. And, and men, we suffer from overconfidence. Don't we just in general? We suffer from overconfidence. We think things are good. We checked them out once five years ago. We think they're good. In general, I would, I would dare say women might be a little bit smarter than men. And, and you're definitely more um, uh, attention to detail. You should read your trust. You should read it. You should look at your investments and ask your husband, How much do we pay? And how much is our advisor getting paid? And by asking those questions, wouldn't it change the situation, Bonnie, in a good way?
2: Yeah. Well, you could ask, uh, you could besides just saying let me read our trust when was it last done who are our how are who are our heirs right how does that play into our how our accounts are titled right it's not a hard question how are our accounts titled if something happened to you uh, how do I get that money
1: yeah tenants in common joint tenancy with rights of survivorship is it in the name of the trust is it an individual name with a TOD so so you bring up points I want to bullet point these don't trust your husband dig in a little bit yourself (laughs) And find out what's going on. Make sure it's good. So number one, can we agree that you should know if you have your estate plan, your trust and your wills, are they set up? You should read them and make sure that the beneficiaries are correct. On your IRAs, your 401ks, we've seen situations where an Mm ex-spouse was on a 401k beneficiary and never got changed over. Oh no, this is not good, right? Ex-spouse gets the 401k. It's a direct beneficiary relationship. You want to check your 401ks and make sure the beneficiary is good. You want to check the the titles of your accounts.
2: Well, you want to know why your spouse purchased that specific investment. Mm Mm-hmm really why. And what's interesting is that I have seen some married couples where the woman, the, you know, the wife does start asking some of these questions. The husband maybe doesn't have a great answer. Right. And so he'll feel the need now to have some action. No, he's all, I'm managing this portfolio. (laughs) We've got these eight stocks that we've held for 25 years and and now we've got all these capital gains built up and in order to get any money to pay taxes and he's got to have an answer. So what is he going to do?
1: Right. He's going to start doing some due diligence on his own so he doesn't look stupid in front of his wife.
2: Or he's going to just sell something. Right. <laughs> so it looks like there's some action. Right. Well, oh, that th- may not be it good. Happens. It but happens. I,
1: but so conversation, I think, is what we're yeah. saying, right, is, is don't be afraid to have that conversation. You shouldn't just blanketly trust that your husband's got it down. Because here's the sad fact of the, that we get nine out of 10 prospective clients that come into us. Uh, I would say a large majority of those are led by the husband and they're really not good portfolios. They aren't good portfolios. So, there's a really good chance, if you're a female, you're a woman listening right now, that you've left it up to your husband or the man in your life, and the maybe he's not doing the greatest job. So, let's put your intellectual capital to work, ask some questions, because... You tend to pay more attention to details and you tend to be better at investing. There are facts out there that say women are actually get better returns than men because they move their portfolio around less. And they tend to be less emotional about the ups and downs of the investing. They tend to stay put. They tend to have more trust in the long-term plan. So I think that those are some things that can help. And we talked about a financial plan for you if you are in a situation you need an update you need a financial plan maybe you think you're you're convinced your husband doesn't have it figured out then let's get together we'll do a financial plan for you it's a pro bono no cost financial plan it's a great way for us to uh, go through discovery get to know each other and see if there's uh, a good fit between your needs and our services. That's 800, 877, excuse me, 707-8889. Uh, once again, I'm stuttering all over the place. Give us a call at 877-707-8889. Bonnie, thank you so much for being here. It's great thank to have you, you. We need to do this more often. Yes, we do. All right. Thanks, yep. thanks, Bonnie Mosley, financial advisor at the Financial Detox team and Intelligence Driven Advisors. It's Financial Detox, and I'm Jason Labrum. We'll catch you next week.
0: To learn more about Financial Detox and to get access to today's show notes, transcript and resources, visit FinancialDetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for Financial Detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind.
3: This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labrum and intelligence-driven advisors are not responsible for the content, Consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information information provided today in making any investment decision there is a risk of loss investing in securities including the risk of loss of principal different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses